Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And with help from Albertsons, it doesn't have to be the most stressful. Stop in for great deals on holiday favorites so you can stretch your budget and celebrate more. Pick up fresh, boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, just $1.59 a pound when you buy a value pack of three pounds or more. And get General Mills cereal 10.7 to 13 ounces, selected varieties, $1.57 when you buy two. Tastier meals, sweeter deals, happier holidays. Albertsons, it's just better. Hey, sports fans, Coach Nick here, and welcome to B-Ball Breakdown in another episode of The Starting Five with Ben Heisler. We are focusing on free agency July 1st. It's happening. It's all going down. Ben, what's happening on your end of the world? Uh, well, in my end of the world, Coach, I'm following the same stories as you are, and we got a lot to dive into on the show today. I think we'll start by talking about guys that still haven't signed yet. We're, of course, recording this on July 1st, so maybe some bold predictions there. And then in the final half of the show, we'll focus in on guys that have signed and maybe the implications and some bold predictions on what that ultimately means for their teams moving forward. So let's start with LaMarcus Aldridge, obviously the number one name surrounding free agency this year. Met with the Lakers yesterday, a very, very productive meeting according to multiple reports. But he's still taking meetings, also according to reports, with the Spurs and the Raptors and possibly the Mavericks as well. They all remain in play. So if we have to start with bold prediction number one when it comes to LaMarcus Aldridge, where would you say he ends up? Well, I think it's fair enough to say he's not going back to Portland. That's what it looks like. So yeah. uh, I don't see him in, in, in the, with the Lakers. I feel like he's had a lot of taste of success recently with the playoffs in the Portland. So he's not going to go to a team like that. Um, I don't know. I, we could go bold and say that the Spurs are going to pull something crazy off and get him in there. They'd have to do some reshuffling. But why not? Let's go. I'll go bold and go Spurs. Yeah, you know what? I, I was really leaning towards the Lakers for a while. I, I still think at this moment I'm probably going to lean towards them. But you got to love the fit for the Spurs because it's a winning culture because he knows the state of Texas, obviously played his uh, college ball over at UT. And, and just the, if they can make it work financially, it makes a lot of sense. But from all reports that I've been hearing, Coach, and again, it could be a lot of speculation, is that the meeting with LA went really, really well, and they have the cap space to be able to make something special possibly happen in the next couple of years. Well, let me make one thing clear. All those meetings always go really well. <laughs> okay, unless, you're Co- unless Kobe is sitting in and Dwight Howard is the other guy on the other end of the table. Sure. So those meetings all go well. He'll have a great meeting in every other city he goes to as well. I, I think that's a fair point. I, but there's something about that's sticking to me right now about the Lakers. So I, I guess that'll make that my bold prediction, even though that's where some of the reports are saying. Spurs, I think, a little bit more of a bolder prediction. We'll see what happens. Kevin Love, another big name, big guy on the free agency list. Uh, most reports, Coach, indicate that he's going to stay with Cleveland, but he's also meeting with the Lakers as well. I, I think the strong bet is to predict that he goes to Cleveland, uh, but do you think that maybe the Lakers or another team has a chance for Kevin Love? I, I do. I do. I, I'm not so sold on um, how it worked last year and in a way that he probably feels like he wasn't used up to the best of his abilities. 
he might even be looking at how LeBron controls the team and realize, you know what, it's never going to change because he doesn't get those elbow touches that make him so effective. Right. Uh, he's got his ring now. So I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up, you know, coming back home sort of uh, to UCLA territory, territory with the Lakers and, uh, and come back. I, I think he ends up with the Lakers as well, particularly if it's on that one-year deal. Because, again, even though – well, no, let me rephrase that. I think if the one-year deal option makes sense for Kevin Love, if he's comfortable with that option, then, yes, I think he goes back to Cleveland to give it one more shot. But if he's looking for that max deal or as much of a max deal as he can get and the Lakers are willing to give it to him, I think he enjoys the idea of being more of a focal point of the offense, being able, as you said, to get more of those elbow touches, some more outside shots, be able to use his game a little bit more effectively than what he did in Cleveland. One year, he has an opportunity to try and win that ring, and especially with LeBron and the rest of the team retooling and getting ready, getting ready to get themselves back for another deep postseason run. That's certainly very appealing. But long-term, if he thinks the Lakers and Mitch Kupchak are on the right track, then I think he ends up in L.A. With his injury history, I'd be surprised if he didn't take as long of a deal as he possibly could sign. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair point as well. To another guy, another big that's possibly looking to stay out in the West Coast, that's DeAndre Jordan, coach. And we talk about Kevin Love, a guy that's dealt with injuries throughout his whole career. DeAndre Jordan's pretty much been an Iron Man. Uh, meeting with both L.A. teams, Dallas could be a possibility. Same with the New York Knicks, although I wouldn't touch that with, with really anything right now. DeAndre Jordan, if you're making that bold prediction, where do you think he goes? I don't know. Those rumors have been swirling around L.A. for a week or so now about how perhaps he wasn't as happy as he as we thought in L.A. Uh, and the notion of him playing really well during that stretch when Blake Griffin was out gave him a little bit of a taste of what he could do if he was on a different team. So I don't know. It would really send shockwaves across the league because the big three, the Clippers, uh, are kind of unrivaled, I feel like. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan are a fantastic three that most teams do not want to have to deal with. And if he leaves that, that really causes a ripple effect on a lot of different things. So I don't know. I, sometimes when those rumors start up, you start to think that there's a lot of truth to it. Uh, again, I would not be surprised to see him go home. Yeah, I, I think the Clippers obviously make the most amount of sense because they really tailor their style of basketball to his abilities. You have the ability in one of the best point guards in the league and Chris Paul to be able to get him the basketball in the area of space that he's able to be, to play most effectively. You're still talking about a really good window to try and compete for a championship. And then if you go over to the Lakers, yeah, you might get a little bit more cash, but or you know whether or not that's even a possibility, I, I'm not so sure. I think he stays in L.A., but I, I was thinking about it from this perspective. What about a team like um, like Minnesota? I, I know they just got Carl Anthony Towns, and maybe they'd want to spend that kind of money. But like, you have Towns who can play both the offensive and the defensive side. What if Minnesota came calling along and said, this is a guy, an elite defensive player that can guard the rim, help Towns play out on the outside? Do you think that could possibly be a fit? He's not going to go there, but I really like that idea. <laughs> I guess. I mean, my, obviously my first instinct would be like, well, they already have their sort of franchise center, and then you bring another guy in at a high price, and they're going to even want to play a lot too. And, you know, now you're going to ask Anthony Towns to play more power forward, which, you know, who knows. I think natural position, though. I mean, I guess it is. You're right. I mean, he didn't play it that way in college much, but um, I, I listen, I'm all in on Carl Anthony Towns as well. So, you know, that would be fun, you know, in a, in a league that seems to be going smaller and smaller. I keep hearing all these kind of suggestions about having, you know, two bigs going, like Willie Cauley-Stein and Boogie Cousins together. Sure. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't, I, yeah, let's, I, I'm, I'm in. We could, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. 
Yeah, occasionally go bold or go home. All right, so we talked about three of the biggest guys still left on the market. Let's talk about three guys that have signed and signed up long-term, starting with Anthony Davis. <sighs> Coach, five years, $145 million. That extension is going to kick in starting in 2016 after his rookie deal is up. Um, that's It's basically in line with when the cap number just goes sky high, uh, and then that'll make him the highest-played player in the league after Kobe, I think, had that $136 million deal. Mm-hmm. I look at that deal for Davis, and you think, well, certainly he deserves at this point to be the highest-paid player based on his ability and his skill set and where you see him developing. But do you think maybe in the next five years that Davis will remain the highest-paid player in the league? Uh, you know, probably not, you know, because we have guys like Durant coming up if he gets back and healthy, you know, uh, and, and LeBron, again, uh, actually, we got to see what kind of, he's only going to sign a – we got to look at where LeBron's deal is going to be because he'll probably be a little bit on the older side when he signs another deal. But there might be, like, I would think if Durant is healthy and his deal comes up, he, he could eclipse that. Yeah, I, I think Durant might be able to get to that level too, especially with his MVP. With LeBron, it's really interesting because you saw the type of money. Uh, I, I'll use Jordan in this example, not comparing the two, what I'm saying in this example. The amount of money that Jordan was getting at the tail end of his, his career was way over nearly everybody else and it wasn't even close we're talking about like 25 26 27 28 million dollar deals for michael at the tail end of his career if cleveland in that final year after the uh the cap number really goes up to the top want to say okay this is our opportunity to lock in lebron and not have any worries or any hesitations that he's going to go anywhere maybe they say we'll make you the highest player in the league and we'll move on right but remember michael actually got north of 30 i think closer to 35 but that was only because he was so underpaid for most of his career, not even the That's highest true. played player in the Bulls. Uh, but he was an honorable guy that, you know, didn't sit out and he uh, he honored his contract. And, you know, it helps when you're getting $100 million from Nike at that time as well. But uh, the Anthony Davis deal is great and for a lot of reasons because there's a lot of income that comes into New Orleans that is ancillary, that people want to come to see him and buy his jerseys. Yeah. And that and that also yields a higher television revenue from them locally. So, um, you know, there's a lot of money that the, the team can make that you don't necessarily see from, like, the box office gate um, that, that makes Anthony Davis that valuable for that many years. Next up on the, uh, the starting five as we continue after we talked about guys that are still on the market but guys that have signed long-term and sort of the implications they could have is Kawhi Leonard. He gets a max deal. At five years, $90 million to remain in San Antonio. Obviously, they think that this guy's going to be an absolute star. Uh, he took over in the finals a couple seasons ago and, and still one of the better players in the game. Uh, do we look at Kawhi's deal at 5-90, and 90, considering that he signed the max deal before the numbers go up, and maybe we look at this deal at a couple years as one of the biggest steals of the 2015 free agency period? Well, we shall see if he has you know, hit his ceiling or not. I think that there is some still room to improve, but... I mean, it's a nice deal. Everyone probably would be relatively happy on July 1st, 2015. But you're right. I think as we move forward and the money kicks in, uh, you're going to see that there will probably, you know, there will be players that would be perceived not as good as him being paid more uh, for their services. So, yeah, I think it's a nice deal. I think, you know, they both should be happy. But I think the Spurs in, in the long run will end up benefiting from a little extra cost saving on that. I think so, too, especially if it means whether they're in play for LaMarcus Aldridge, whether or not they can sort of move some numbers around in that court category as well. I think it's a really nice deal for San Antonio. Just the more consistency that team continues to have, again, you know, we'll see how long Popovich really ends up sticking around for and how long some of they can continue to, to move around with some of those other veterans and Parker and Duncan and how they can continue to build 
with this team moving forward. But you know that Kawhi is going to be there, and that's a level of consistency that I think both their fans and their organization can feel very comfortable with. And then finally, Coach Goran Dragic, this actually happened uh, just moments ago as we started to tape this episode. Five years, $90 million. Even though that's the same max deal as Kawhi Leonard's, it's actually below max money for Dragic, which allows potential room for the Heat to continue to make that one-year offer to Dwayne Wade to that max deal to sort of sneak in. I don't want to talk necessarily about the value of the deal for Dragic Dragic, because I think it's a very solid move for Miami, especially him not taking the max deal. But you think this deal and a lot of the other moves and a lot of the pieces that they have on this team, does it allow Miami to possibly sneak into the top half of the Eastern Conference. I think absolutely. I think what only the only thing that held them back last year was injuries. So if you have a, a healthy starting five of uh, Drakic, Wade, Bosch, Dang, and Hassan Whiteside, who for, to, for everyone looking it's at him, really he's really good. Yeah, it's a really good starting five. Now they have some other guys on the bench that would be very helpful that they might have to move around to get the money to work out. But in a weaker Eastern Conference, that gets them, you know, just behind Cleveland, maybe, and maybe vaults them ahead of Chicago. So um, I think that that's a really solid team that, that Pat Riley had put together. And unfortunately, we didn't see it last year because of Bosch's heart issues and Nick Roberts. But man, if they come back, big if, uh, they are going to be primed to be competing for the, uh, the conference finals. Yeah, I think that's a fair point, especially with that starting five. I'll be curious to see how their bench ultimately ends up playing a role for them. But yeah, as we saw in Cleveland, you know, it didn't necessarily play that big of a role as we initially anticipated, especially in the second half of the season. Right now you're looking at the Eastern Conference with, let, let's say Miami's as good as we think they are. Then you have the Bulls, you have Cleveland. The Pacers, I think, will be back in that conversation again with a healthy Paul George. Um, Atlanta, a lot of it depends on, on who they sign and, and who they're able to bring back. Uh, and then Washington. So you got some pretty strong teams now at the top of the Eastern Conference that could make a play here. Right. Although the Bulls are starting over with a new coach. Uh, they just signed Dunleavy to a decent deal, which is not going to be that much uh, in, the, in the long run. 3.4 for Dunleavy. Yeah. So that's a, that's a decent value. I mean, I think he's okay. I, I'm not sure. Obviously, his better days are behind him. But he's a nice glue guy, the kind of guy you'd want as your fifth starter on a good playoff team. But... Uh, you know, Paul Gasol doesn't really fit in what uh, Hoiberg is going to want to do, I don't think. And so that might be a move that somebody tries and, and gets, uh, you know, for Paul Gasol, which huh. would also shake up the landscape as well, because Paul Gasol going to certain teams can really change stuff. And, and you know what? If they were tr- going to try and move Gasol as well, talk about selling high on a guy. It's kind of for a couple of rough years at the Lakers. He goes and has a terrific season in Chicago. I- I'd be very surprised if they ended up making that move, but I. Uh, that's another bold prediction from me, Coach. That's why I like working with you. <laughs> hey, that's how we roll. Well, I think that's all we got covered for for today. Yeah, I think so. Maybe we'll find out if uh, the Bulls end up making that max deal for Jimmy Butler. And the more we continue to find out about all these different free agency signings, Coach, we'll keep them informed right here on the Starting Five. Absolutely. And don't forget, sports fans, at B-Ball Breakdown, we're not a channel. We're a conversation. You win. You win, Ben. I'm always in, Coach. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be hard. Like early 90s heavy metal hard. I'm yelling and screaming and I'm loud. Roar. Geico makes it easy. You can review and update your policy or report a claim on Geico.com or the Geico mobile app. Because shouldn't we all have a little less stress in our lives? I'm not even upset about anything. 
This holiday season, AT&T is giving away $25,000 just for telling them what great LG products you want this year. Stop by a participating AT&T store and snap a selfie holding up the LG products you want to get, like the LG V20 with 5.7-inch HD display and Direct TV app to watch live TV. Then share your selfie on Twitter or Instagram with hashtag Here's What I Want Sweeps or upload it to Here's What I Want Sweeps.com for a chance to win 25 grand. No purchase necessary. Click the banner for rules and a list of participating stores.